Dominic. Oh, Oh, that's better. Much better. Heck yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Uh, my name is The Real Get At Me. I'm here with my host, Joey Fantasy. What's up? And uh, we're going to bring you the second consecutive SWB weekly wrap-up. You know, we hit 16 listens last week. So, you know, we've got some extra fans out there. You know, since there's only 12 of us in the league. And uh, our numbers are still rising this week. People just can't get enough. Maybe some of you guys listen to it twice. Maybe some of you made your wife's wife listen to it. I think it's only going to get better now that, you know, we have a little bit of structure and I have a better understanding on, you know, what this entails. And it was great running into a lot of the league owners at uh, Sam's uh, surprise 30th birthday party. And I got a lot of good feedback. Right. And those of you that haven't listened yet, you're missing out. Like, I mean, you all have an hour, you're driving to work, driving home from work, even at work, you know, turn the podcast down, listen to it. You don't know what you're missing. So where do you want to start this week? Um, Let's start where everybody wants to start. Christopher's Ross. Oh, yeah. You know, Ross had a 17 – there was a 17-point game. And Ross was without his quarterback, where we found out probably around 9, 30, 10 o'clock that Matthew Stafford had back fractures, apparently. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's something you would have known all week. But anyways, here's my issue with it. It's a 17-point game. Ross had Christian Kirk on his team score almost 35 points. And if Ross would have picked up any of the top quarterbacks from that week, even if he would have picked up Detroit's backup, Driscoll, would have scored 18.8 points, and he would have walked away with the W easily. Um, There was also Darnold and Tannehill. So Darnold versus the Giants, Tannehill versus Kansas City. I mean, those are quarterbacks – that if you're streaming, you're going to target compared to anybody else. Um, maybe he would have gone with Mason Rudolph, but I doubt it. Maybe Kyle Allen, but again, I doubt it. So very likely he picked up one of these quarterbacks who gets the job done. Yeah, what I found was crazy was I had just seen him the night before. He was having a few drinks, having a good time at the birthday party, you know, enjoying life and telling me how he's going to, sneak into the playoffs and he took my, you know, my constructive criticism last week to heart and he was going to move in the right direction. And, you know, I, I see now Hardy was partying at Sam's uh, birthday party. And I, I figured, why not? I'm the commissioner. I'm in a good mood on this Sunday. Let me just, I, I see he still has Stafford in there. Let me shoot him a text. I mean, he is playing ammo and us guys fighting in the, in the front half of the league, trying to, remain in first place, second place, whatever it is. We would like to see, you know, obviously Emil maybe take a loss there. So I figured, shoot him a text. Hey, Stafford's sitting today. He's got broken ribs. No response. I figured I'd check around 1 o'clock, see who we picked up and see who we put in there. And, uh, yeah, you guys can all see what he did there. He left him in, and it costed him this week. And yet again, I just, 
coming from a champion, a former champion, you just don't know how this, this kind of happens. And uh, it's unfortunate for Ross's team, that is. I mean, are you – do you think you had the right number? I mean, I sure hope so. Um, <laughs> no response, no show. But he's going to have to win out to sneak in. And I know he's sending Snapchats out this afternoon saying how he's going to slide in. And uh, got to be honest, you're not going to slide in without a quarterback playing. I mean, to be honest, you must not be taking this very serious if, if it's 1 p.m. on a Sunday and you haven't checked your lineup one time yet. That's just, I mean, and if and if you're insinuating that he was hungover, come on, Ross, we're thirty years old. That's we were we were at a birthday party. We we're thirty years old. I mean, so, we we got to be up by one o'clock checking our lineups. Yeah, I'm not sure what what happened there, but uh, it is what it is. What do you think of Mr. Emicarelli's team? I mean, he put up what 120, I think it was. Yeah, he uh, he snuck away with that win. Um, you know, he got, he got some points where he needed them. Uh, Winston did a little better for him with the 20 points. Dalvin Cook did what he always does. Uh, Singletary had a bus game against Cleveland. Tyrell Williams failed to do anything of significance. Looks like Travis Kelsey in the defense, pretty much what carried him here, uh, on top of Cook's effort. One of the moves he made earlier in the week, and you and I had spoke about it after listening to a bunch of other podcasts, was uh, the Mitch Trubisky addition. Uh, I started him in Amos other league, and I saw he had uh, he was catching on to that as well. And um, Mitchell on his bench um, had, you know, I think 20, 25 points somewhere in there, and that would have been obviously a solid play for him as well. But the fact that he made that move and – he did some homework last week, wouldn't you say? Yeah, Trubisky was a good play. I actually played him in a couple of my DFS lineups, but you know he he did he hit he did hit values, we like to call it. So I mean, you can't go wrong, especially if you're playing against Detroit. They're gonna give up touchdowns. Um, you know, I know I faced Chris this week, so I've got a big game. Uh, I'll be without my. Aaron Rodgers, my Saquon Barkley, my Chris Carson, my kicker. You know, so I'm going to be playing from behind already this week. But, you know, I do my homework. I'll figure it out. Right. And I know the guys, some of the feedback I got was they wanted to see us move quicker through some of these matchups throughout the week. Um, so we'll we'll try and do that, obviously, to keep everyone motivated and, and right. into our podcast. Oh, somebody, somebody forgets to like to set a quarterback. I mean, there's going to be some talk about it. I mean, absolutely. But Amos heading in the right direction. They definitely moved up in the standings and 120 puts him back in the conversation of top half of the league for sure. And maybe top three. Right, right. Let's just say Amos got lucky. He uh, got away with one this week. Yep. So, I mean, put an asterisk. Yeah, I guess you can do that. All right. Now, uh, Another very surprising game. We have our highest points of the week coming from Nick, my my dark horse. Nick Nick's my dark dark horse right now. I just feel like he's got things going for him, and it doesn't hurt that he's got Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, Cooper Cup might have had a hole in it, 
zero points on zero catches. So, you know, that's going to hurt, but it didn't even matter. Um, he traded away Hunter Henry and picks up Hollister from the Seahawks. And Hollister has something like 16 points for him, finishes as like the fourth score, highest scoring tight end. So, I mean, and that's and that's because he had uh, Kittle injured, so he had to make a choice at that Monday night game. And Nick's, Nick's got to be listening to a podcast because he's making all the right moves right now. Yeah, I got to be honest. I, I cut this team up last week. Everybody knows that from playing Jay and I said. Yeah, you, was, I think you called it bacon. I think I called it a splash in a pan getting burnt or something. But let me just tell you something. I talked to Nick at the bar, like I talked to a lot of the owners here. And uh, where the hell were we? What was the bar called? The Wild Goose. The Wild Goose. That's right in Willoughby. And Nick had came up and he was giggling and laughing. And he says, you know what, Joe? That's exactly what I needed. I needed motivation. And, um, hey, he sure got it. He's on the upswing. And I think that's two or three weeks in a row where he's put up solid numbers. And that Steelers defense has been a huge asset of his. And who knows? Time will tell when this kid's going to whether he's going to make it or not make it. But um, I got to say, he's definitely uh, moving up the chains and impressing me and definitely making me bite my tongue from last week's podcast. All right, that's, that's three games in a row. That moves Nick back into seventh place, which gets him out of the cellar right. where he had spent most of the earlier part of the season. And, uh, you know, and he did that with Jones and Cup almost not contributing. So he's, he's got an upside. He for sure doesn't. How about Bob? I mean, another, you know, solid performance. And he just, I was high on Bob last week too. And yeah, it's a solid performance, but um, Kenya and Drake, you know, might've gotten a little too excited for him after one game. Yeah, that's definitely a case of what happened there. I mean, that's going to be, I mean, I've got the other sidekick to that. David Johnson, so we're both going to be struggling there, splitting carries. Something you definitely don't want to be playing with going into the playoffs. Right. Um, you know, but something to come of good here, you know, Kyle Murley put up his second 25-plus second point game uh, after two weeks of single-digit games, so Kyler Murray's now looking like QB number six in the in the season. Uh, some of the bad news: Lockett didn't finish the game on Monday night, so you know he might be looking for another wide receiver here. Where Lockett had been, I think a top eight wide receiver on the season, number five actually. Mm. Um, so I mean, you lose a guy like that. I mean, do you really want to turn to John Brown or to fill that role? when you've got, you know, your cr- most crucial three weeks, especially after falling into ninth place in the, in the league? Yeah, I mean, he's he's going to be getting desperate here pretty soon if he, uh, one, doesn't pull off a win this week against me. And then I think the following week he's got Chase and both of them are battling out, you know, trying to sneak into the playoffs. So I think the winner of that game is going to, you know, pretty much make or break someone's season. So you're saying Chase is out? Uh, I'm not saying anybody's out yet, but we can obviously go on to the next game. Is that who, uh, what's the next one? Nope. Chase is going to have to wait. We're not talking about him next. 
My next one was probably our most exciting game, or clo- clearly our closest game, uh, Paul versus Robbie. Uh, for you, those of you who stayed up last night saw Philip Rivers float his final pass, or not Philip Rivers, uh, Russell Wilson float a pass on about the 12-yard line, going there for Hollister to win the game, and it gets intercepted. Uh, that two points is pretty much what did Robbie in. If you know, just take away the interception and Robbie's at 112 points. Yeah, that's... Robbie's up by half a point. Right, he wins that. I mean, give I mean, him he... the touchdown. Hollister catches that. That's a touchdown. He's over 115 points. Game over. Uh, Paul's Paul's knocked out of first place. He's back with everybody else. But now he's got that one-game lead. Uh, and, you know, Robbie Robbie settles back into the pack in sixth place. Right. That was a huge win for Paul. Um, I think many of us will say, if not all of us, a 7-3 and three record. He just locked up a playoff spot. I mean, there's guys that make the playoffs with six wins at most most years. So um, that was a huge win for Paul. He can sit, the, his, sit his roster the rest of the year if he like. He's in the playoffs, if you ask me. Yeah, seven, I think seven does it. Seven's the magic number for a lot of those teams sitting there at four and five wins or five and five. Um, the one thing about Paul, though, you know, he's still the only team without a thousand points scored against him. Uh, so he hasn't been tested much. He pulled off this one. Uh, I'm interested to see what he does with Kirk Cousins, who. Honestly, I was watching a little bit of Fox Sports today, and there was an analyst who, when they were debating Russell Wilson versus Lamar Jackson, couldn't help but to say Kirk Cousins in MVP race. Really? Yeah, I mean, I drafted Kirk Cousins. I saw the talent. I dropped him because he annoyed the shit out of me, and I got Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, let's just, I just want to see where, uh, where Paul might go from here with Cousins, or if he's going to try to go back to Baker. He spent a lot of money on Baker. Yeah, I'd like to po- point one more thing out with Paul for new, and not just this season um, or this past week in particular, but there's a comment you made in our first podcast at the end of it saying you are the league's most win- wins owner. If I'm not I mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I think Paul's tied now with your loss and with him getting that win. I'm almost positive he's tied, if not one game behind. Um, we'd have to check the scores. Uh, I thought I had more than a one game lead on Paul, so we'll have to. Isn't that ironic though? Even if he isn't, if he's a game back, or if you're tied, or if you're up by whatever a game or two, I mean, the, the league's two best owners by record have not won a ring. Well. You know, they say, uh, they call that expected progress. Seven years of progress? Seven years of progress. I mean, if I'm the first one to win two, don't be surprised. Okay. Uh, Last shining star for Paul is Mari Cooper balled out again. Um, Top three receiver of the league. So that gives him, that gives him Cooper and Godwin. That gives him number three and number four. And you do have to remember that he traded me Mike Evans also. So he could have technically had number one, three, and four wide receivers on the league. That would have been quite the team. 
I would have probably been more of a believer. Uh, instead, he's got Metcalf fumbling the ball. Right. At the one-yard line. Yep. But who would have, who would have thought that at the beginning of the year? Come on. I right. mean, I, mean I, I had that conversation with uh, Kiefer in the beginning of half. He needed to dump one of those. I mean, did he really right. need Nobody. to looking back, you know, in hindsight? But Probably not. They're both scoring. All right. Uh, Paul's got Dave next week. Robbie will be uh, facing Ross. Oh. So we'll have some uh, in-house fighting. Maybe uh, Robbie will let Ross set his lineup. Yeah, maybe Robbie will sit a quarterback to help him out this week. Right. Uh, next we got we got Mike Kiefer versus, versus you, Joe. Um, oh, lowest, boy. Lowest points of the week. Shit. Award. You could say that again. 72 points. It was a pathetic performance. I'm aware of this. Uh, David Johnson actually got you minus half a point. You, you know, they're off not playing them. Yeah. I mean, it's never, it's never, you know, good to lose. Uh, but I got to say, I rather lose by a lot than lose that one by, you know, half a point or a dumb mistake I made on my bench. I couldn't have done anything better to improve my team this week. So a loss is a loss. I'm tallying it up. All right. And uh, Sanders went for an MRI. Yeah. I, I believe. Got- I think I got the I, the IR curse. You were right. I mean, everybody I put out there is being injured the following week. So hopefully, hopefully, um, in four weeks when the playoffs start, I'll have a, a healthy roster. All right. I mean, that's another one. I mean, got Connor Hilton. I see you picked up Foles. Even Ty Johnson left the game with a concussion, Joe. Ty Johnson left. Do do that, who was yeah. Preston, whatever, from Miami the week before? I had Preston, any, He's out ended, for this season. Ended his. Uh, let's not forget Matt Ryan missed two weeks because of an ankle, Matt, I believe. Um, David Johnson, yeah. now Manuel Sand. I mean, my whole lineup. I mean, you name it. They're, they've been injured. I mean, somebody must be protected, Mike Evans, from you. Yeah. I don't know if it's the fantasy football gods looking down and frowning upon me this year, but. Um, Hey, I'm still in it. Now, uh, let's go to Mike here. You know, for as pretty as Mike's team is, his quarterback play is still atrocious. I mean, he he streamed Derek Carr for the second week in a row. Carr didn't even get him 15 points. Um, his, you know, his original quarterback, he finally put to the bench. Goff only had three points. How about that? Who'd have thought that? I mean, that's Pittsburgh defense for you, I guess. Well, how about this stat for you? Derek Carr, 14 points. Jared Goff, 3. 3 plus 14, 17. Matt Ryan got 18. My quarterback starter outscored both of those, and I still lost by, what, 40 or 50 points. Well, that's because you don't have Aaron Jones or Tyreek Hill. Yep. So there's there's a... That's There's what happens when you points. got. I mean, look. I mean, we've been saying it all year long. Kiefer's team is is like the Golden State Warriors. The last four, it's a bunch of all stars on one roster, and it's just he just needs one or two of them to click every week. Right, and I mean, guys can have dead games. Zeke Elliott can be held to fifty yards on twenty five carries, and you know, one of these one of these guys is going to pick up the slack and. 
you know, go off for 30. And if two of them did, God help you. Nothing else you can do about it. Uh, you know, he got that Hunter Henry again from Nick. It worked for him again as he scored another touchdown, another point game. Uh, the rest of his team, you know, the rest of his team laid some goose eggs. He's got Hopkins on a bye. So, you know, Zach Pascal didn't do much good. But, you know, when your opponent's only going to score 72 points, I guess you really didn't need to worry about quarterbacks or second-string running backs doing anything. He's going to want to button up that quarterback's position here before the playoffs, and he knows that. And if he can if he can some way, you know, pick up something on the waiver wire, not that there's anything out there right now, or make a trade here in the next week or so and, and improve his quarterback play, I mean, it's not even going to be fair. Yeah, because, I mean, Aaron Jones had three rushing touchdowns. Last time Aaron Jones had a multiple game rush, rushing touchdown, he went four games before he scored another touchdown. So, you know, if Aaron Jones is going to wait three games again to score another touchdown, Mike might be in some trouble. Who's got Especially, Who's got Mike this week? Uh, Mike is going to face Chase. No. So, like you said before, I think Chase's uh, Chase's season's just about over. Yeah, Mike. If Mike uh, wins as anticipated this weekend, uh, that'll put him at the seven seven win mark, and that that secures a playoff spot for him. And Joe, you got Bob next week, so uh, you know that should be an interesting one. Yeah, that's going to be no slouch there for sure. I mean, uh, I think Bob needs the game obviously, obviously a little bit more than I do, but. Um, you know that also puts me at that's if I can, can somehow pull that one out and get me to the seven seven win mark too. I think that secures a playoff spot for me, and that's that's all I'm trying to do at this point. All right. Um. All right, moving on. So we just talked about Chase. Uh, Dave faced Dave faced Chase this week. Uh, Chase had the second lowest points in the league. Uh, Chase fell back down to the 10th place. Uh, I would pretty much call Chase a garbage fire by now. Because you, you saw what his team is when it doesn't have Deshaun Watson. Or when, uh, what's his name, uh, Latavius Murray is not the starting back anymore. All right. And, and uh, Latavius Murray isn't carrying him. So, I mean, Chase had a nice little run there where he got the win one and a half games. But would you think about... Uh, here's another guy you and I both spoke about earlier in the week, uh, David Montgomery. Everybody was so high on him this week. I mean, if David Montgomery can't rush through Detroit's line, there's no hope for that guy. Um, honestly, at this point, Chase would be better off just playing uh, what is Alexander Madison. Uh, Alexander Madison is getting less than 10 carries and scoring more points than most of his starting wide receivers or running backs. He actually, he actually did score more than Murray. Uh, he scored just as many points as Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, if, you- anything, if anything would happen to Dalton Cook, I will say Chase is holding on to the most valuable handcuff. Yeah, But it's not going to do him any good. Do you think 
it was Chase or Anthony who made the Brian Hoyer acquisition. Um, I'm betting it was Anthony. Chase doesn't know enough about football to know that that was a bad choice. Yeah, I think – see, I, I think it was Chase because, you know, Chase, he's Mr. Cleveland. And, you know, Brian Hoyer being, what, an Ignatius boy, I think he, he thought there was some Cleveland atmosphere to the game that he could, you know, emotionally be attached to that pickup. And, and somehow Brian Hoyer would throw three touchdowns and not only cost me our loser's pool pick, but uh, he just sucked. I mean, I – yeah, that was bad. It, I don't think anybody was expecting that. Uh, like you said, it cost us our, our Survivor Series pick. I mean, if Landry's your best player, you've probably got some problems. Yeah, and I'd like to – I'm glad you said that too. For all those guys out there that said, I got the better half of that trade with Waller. Um, hey, this is a prime example. I think Waller scored me six points last week. Jarvis yeah, got talk, a 20. When you're talking about yeah, the wide receiver, uh, if you're getting six points out of your tight end, that's in the upper half. Yeah, I could have sure used uh, the 20 from Land- Landry last week. Probably would have helped you. Yet uh, one more thing on his, uh, I'll mention. Well, obviously, uh, Watson was out last week, so that was a big blow to his lineup. But Juju Smith-Schuster, I mean – I, I think yeah. we've seen him at his at his peak this season, and I don't expect it to get any better. Yeah, he does not have many games uh, without Ben Roethlisberger. He's been in single digits, I want to say, four out of the last six weeks. Um, he only has 100-yard game on the year, uh, just three touchdowns, and it doesn't look like it's getting any better. Coming to Cleveland, that's going to be a tough matchup. Still Cleveland twice. Uh, playoff games against Buffalo. But Joe, Chase doesn't have to worry about playoffs. Because he told me he was growing his mustache out for the calendar. For the calendar? Yeah. Hey, it looked good on him. Yeah, it looked real good on him. How about this How about this little quick line about Juju Smith, too? I hate to say it. And I don't want to you know, beat a dead bush here. Juju Smith-Schuster. If we didn't hit it in last week's podcast, was drafted for forty one dollars. Right, that's that's a lot of do- that's a lot of dollars. Yeah, and I mean the number one receiver in the league. I think Paul with Mike Evans paid no more than he didn't pay forty dollars. I'll tell you that much. I know well, that for a fact. You know what forty one dollars would have gotten you. To Derrick Henry, so let's move on. Derrick Henry for Dave goes off for 32 points, two touchdowns, 188 yards. There's something about Dave and Derrick Henry, and they just work together. Um, 118 points for Dave. Uh, Derrick Henry doing all of it outside of Baltimore's defense to put up another 24 points. Um you know, he, he lost Devontae Freeman, so he's going to have to replace whatever little production he was getting out of him. Uh, Todd Gurley. If Todd Gurley showed the numbers he should have had all year. It wasn't saved by touchdowns. Because Todd Gurley isn't, isn't, isn't the player he was last year. Even 
at any point. He's he's even worse than Todd Gurley that was hurt last year. So, you know, that's a guy who, if he doesn't figure it out, if the Rams as a whole don't figure it out by the end of the season, uh, Derek Henry might not be able to carry this team into the playoffs. Yeah, I think Dave needs, obviously, Adam to be back. Um, A.J. Green wouldn't hurt, but the sad part is there. He doesn't have anybody throwing to him over there. That is such a cluster in Cincinnati. Um, but, hey, I mean, Dave's got the Patriots defense, who's been – what are they don't forget, he has He has Adam Thielen. He's just dealing with that hamstring injury and some bye weeks. Yeah, so, I mean, he could – obviously, if – when Adam gets healthy, he could substitute him into that uh, Friedman, you know, receiver, running back flex spot, and it, it fixes that void right there. He could get on the waivers uh, this week and pick up Friedman's backup if if someone obviously doesn't do that. Um, he could use him for a fill-in. But, yeah, like you said, Friedman hasn't been really doing much all year, so I, I don't see that as too much of too big of a loss. Right. I believe Miles Sanders better – Better play, anyways, week to week. How about Daniel Jones on his bench? Yeah, I mean, you live by Daniel, you die by Daniel. Uh, I know he started him a few times, and he was getting him eight points. And of course, the day that he decided over full touchdown and three hundred yards, he's sitting on somebody's bench. Yeah, I literally went through you know everyone's roster because I was going to see if I could move Wentz or Ryan. Um, and when I came across this roster prior to the week starting, I was like, what is Dave doing with Jimmy Garoppolo, Daniel Jones, and Drew Brees? I mean, I didn't expect Daniel Jones to, to be worth holding on to, but, hey, uh, maybe I was proven wrong here. 38 points is a solid week. Yeah, I take a, a gamble. I mean, that's a, I mean, that's what you're doing. Are you gambling? Um, you know, he – has games where he scored 6, 11, and 13, sandwiched between games of, you know, 37, 35, and 38. Um, I will tell you, he throws interceptions in lots of them. So he's kind of like a poor man's uh, Jameis Winston. He's going to throw interceptions, but he seems to find the end zone. Uh, but he's on a bye week, so he won't have to worry about that this week. And, you know, Drew Brees has these games, you know, much like Aaron Rodgers does. He just he just has games where he doesn't do what you think he should do. Uh, most of the time they win those games. This was not one of those. So, you know, there's still hope for Aaron Rodgers. Atlanta again. And probably a better matchup. You mean Drew Brees? Drew Brees, right. But you were saying Aaron Rodgers, so let's move along to Aaron Rodgers. Let's move along. Tell uh, me tell me about this game. I mean, we, there's a lot to talk about. Team, team Dino here putting up 135 points this week. But, you know, Dean, Dean finished with the second highest points just by a point and a half behind Nick. Um, he's got Pat Mahomes back, and, you know, and I'm, I looked. I looked at the standings. The guy who scored 136 points with ease this week 
And I'm like, where's he in the standings? And I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. I mean, I even passed Chase's name, and there he was, sitting in 11th place. And I'm just thinking, you know, what happens if if Mahomes doesn't miss two and a half, almost three games? Um, you know, so I look back at it. You know, he lost to his brother by 12 points. If you don't think Mahomes – and that was a game Mahomes went out. Uh, and Mahomes only had like eight or nine points. I mean, if, if you ever want to doubt that Mahomes isn't capable of scoring 30 every week, you're out of your mind. I don't care who the defense is. He can score 30 points a week. Um, you know, that's a, that's a two, that's a swing. That's a, that's a, that's a game out of the loss column and a game in the win column. Uh, he lost to Bob by 17, you know, starting Matt Moore. If, if Matt Moore can score 15 points and don't tell me Mahomes couldn't have scored 30. So, I mean, a lot of what ifs, especially for a quarterback that he spent some money on, uh, the thing about Dean's team this week is everybody scored a touchdown, even Austin Eckler. Uh, the only guy who didn't find the end zone was Robinson, but you got Mitch Trubisky throwing the ball. Trubisky somehow found found all of his wide receivers for a touchdown this week, except for Robinson. Um, yeah. Like just a solid performance by Dean's team all the way through. Like I said, Eckler had the touchdown. Gordon had the touchdown. Ronald Jones touchdown. Kenny Galladay touchdown. Austin Hooper touchdown. I mean, I'm surprised his defense didn't score a touchdown. And his kicker put up 15 freaking points. Like, what are you going to do? This is If I'm sitting here and I'm Dean and I'm looking at, you know, just the scoreboard for my own players here, this is a pretty – picture i mean this is what he probably anticipated his team would do all year this is what many of us thought his team would do um with Mahomes in there i mean obviously like you said 30 points uh each week is realistic with him um and, and gordon and melvin gordon you know it started rough for him trying to start eckler and gordon at the same time uh they fired their offensive coordinator and now it looks like there is enough room for Gordon and Eckler to both be relevant, uh, putting up a combined 30 points between the two of them, 31 points. Let me just I mean, say, yeah, let me just say this before we get into your shenanigans this week on how awful your team looked. Dean wins the next three weeks. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But if Dean can somehow get to six and seven, he's going to be in the playoffs. Because... Yeah, I put him a tie with a lot of guys and – He's got he's, the points. He's got the wins and the points over a lot of that, that core group. They're tied at five and five. He's sitting, I believe, at the sixth in, in points in the league right now. Six or seven, which is higher than a lot of the other guys that are below him. That may that could end up six and seven too. Um thing of Dean I, I mean, leave it to Dean and, and, and the luck that sometimes he gets. Um he wins three in a row. Look out. All right. You, you're probably not going to want to see this team in the first round. Uh, like I said, they look good. Uh, fun fact, you know, when I look at a team and I see the potential in one, I'll throw them in. I'll throw them in on a on a Fanduel lineup. And since he had Gordon and Eckler playing on Monday night, um, you know, I kept to the rules that I got to use guys on his roster. And I went and threw in his roster plus Crowder plus uh, Cohen, 
and that roster by itself cashed me out at 125 points. I mean, there was no way around it. Dean was putting up points this week. Yep. Like I said, Crowder was sitting on his bench with 16 and a half points. Uh, Cohen caught one of those Trubisky touchdowns. So at the value play, he was uh, was another 12 points. So, I mean, he, you know, he he's got the guys. He's got he's got guys that he can plug in just about any week, regardless of buys. Uh, now we can get into my dumpster fire of a week. Uh, Saquon Barkley had one one yard rushing on 12 carries. Uh, for those of you that can't do the math, that's three inches per carry kind of bad. Um, or the fact that I spent $64 on him. So that's $64 a yard. Uh, How about your MVP quarterback? I mean, this is this is becoming more common with him. Unfortunately, it's one week he's MVP material, and, and then the following week it's like you're better off sitting, you know, doing a roster, not even playing a quarterback. I might as well. Uh, if there's one thing I know through the years of playing fantasy football, Aaron Rodgers does this kind of shit at the same rate that he also does the 50-point games kind of shit. Um, I'm not too worried about it because I was watching that game pretty intently, and Rodgers was moving the ball just fine. It's just Carolina wasn't blocking anybody rushing, so I could see why Aaron Jones ended up with three touchdowns because Rodgers would do all the work between the 20s, and then he'd just hand the ball off and he'd get a, a rushing touchdown. I mean, it was, I mean, Green Bay still had over, I want to say, 400 yards of offense. So, I mean, that was, that's, this is expected, but I'm not, it's not a worry of mine. Uh, moving. Yeah. So, so speaking of worry, um, one of the things, you know, when I look at stuff too, and not that I'm the end all answer, but I see Aaron Rodgers is on a bye this week for you. So obviously your quarterback play is going to be a little bit shaky. Rodgers on, um, on a bye. Chris Carson's on a bye. Uh, my kicker's on a bye. But even after the bye, I mean, we just talked about Dean. If he runs three, six, and seven, he's going to slide in the playoffs with his with his head to heads and his obviously his points valued. Um, you're obviously on the low spectrum of points right now. And looking when Rodgers does come back the following week, when you do have a you know full strength lineup, he's playing in San Francisco, one of the best defenses in the league. Um, I mean, if you if you lose potentially two or three, I mean, you're you're flirting with fire here, right? But I mean, I'm at six wins. We said the magic number seven. Um. Rodgers Rogers gets New York in that week 13. So, you know, there's there's that. You know, I'm going to get the Giants in week 13 for Rodgers. That could be a huge game for him. Uh, I mean, Jalen Samuels, obviously, I'm aware of that Connor is playing in Cleveland. This right. Week. Samuels, Samuels is just a fill in. Uh, you know, I'm. I made a, so you're going to have to fill that spot. I, I, mean. I made the trade for. Uh, James White, so I'm fully expected for him to be ready to go. Uh, Josh Gordon, you know, you saw him last night. He threw very crucial catches in that final drive with Lockett out, so that might open the door for Gordon to be one of his one of Russell Wilson's top three targets. 
How about Cole Beasley? I mean, I feel like you haven't played him yet, but haven't? he's, I think, the last four weeks have gotten at least nine points. I mean, that's solid. Yeah, I mean, this is the one week he didn't have a touchdown, and he scored, and again, he scored almost 10 points for, you know, if I need to, if I become desperate, you know, I know where his floor is, and it's almost 10 points, and, you know, judging by this kind of numbers that Stefan Diggs and Sammy Watkins put up, a 10-point floor would be something I'd be grateful for. So uh, there's a lot. I mean, there's still some weeks left here, and there's still a lot to be determined. I mean, DJ Moore. Um, DJ Moore's been on fire the last couple of weeks. Uh, hundred yard games. Uh, yeah, you're nine welcome. Catches. I mean, he's. You could thank Chase. He's kind of just been sleeping there. This is probably my first week starting him actually. Uh, you know, just because I was worried about Kyle Allen. The game against San Francisco wasn't looking very good, and we had a bye week. But I mean. He's another one of my wide receivers who, you know, he's got that double-digit floor. Uh, Stefan Diggs is more of a boomer bust kind of play, where he's either going to get me five points or he's getting me 15 to 20. So we're pushing the 40-minute mark here, and I know we wanted to, to somehow shrink this segue a little bit. Is it can we run through the quick standings one through 12 as they are by record and we'll just go through them and you and I will both make our predictions whether or not they make it in the playoffs? All right, I'll uh I'll run through these predictions or through the through standings as they are. Uh, we got Paul at seven and three, uh, Kiefer in or out in. Okay, Kiefer, he's sitting at the two spot, six and four, six and four. Chris, yeah. six and four Hammer. in. Uh, it's a real good at me. Now be I'll careful be here. Six and four. You're flirting. I'm a bubble team. I'll, I will probably end up being a bubble team. Uh, and I'm okay with that because I've got some nice playoff uh, scheduling. In or out? I said bubble. What do you want me to say? Anybody can be in that bubble in that six, seven, eight spot. Okay. So you're in. Joey Fantasy, I mean, it's a no brainer, right? Even with the tough schedule remaining, I got Bobby, I got Nick. I mean, those teams are right. I mean, both those teams are tough. What sucks is you don't hold the tiebreaker over me, so uh, you might be out even if we have the same record. I'm gonna say I'm gonna just put you in. just behind me, so you're a bubble team for me. Let's go to Wilson. Uh, Wilson, Robbie's at five and five. Uh, I'm gonna give him. This is where it gets tough. It's harder to say in or out right now because I don't see. I don't know everybody's schedule per se. Uh, maybe we'll do that next week with two games remaining. We'll play a little schedule game. Uh, but Robbie right now is going to have to be in. Okay. How about Nick sitting at the seven spot? He's got some tough games left. He's on fire. I'm taking Nick to win out. Wow. I'm telling you, he's. I'm taking Nick to be the four seed. Okay, then you got Dave sitting at the last playoff spot right now. Is Dave in or out? Um, without looking at the schedule, just looking at his team, I'm going to have to say he's out. I'm going to agree with you there. I'm going to say Dave's out this year. The 2018 champ doesn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, but, That's I mean, what do you call it, the, the hangover? Yeah, or the championship hangover. Still partying? Championship hangover. Let's go to Bobby sitting at the nine. Does Bobby sneak in? I would have to say Bobby probably 
between Bobby and possibly Dean are fighting for it. You you have to pick one or the other. There is no possibility. Is Bobby in or is Bobby out at four and six right now? At four and six, without looking at his record, looking at his team, I'll tell him that he's in. I'm going to say if this was last week, obviously I was high on this team. Um, just to be devil's advocate, I'm going to say Bobby's out. All right. Um, team A sitting at the 10. Team is he the one that's going to sneak no, in? No, he's out. Easy, easy out. Yeah, I've got Chase out too. How about Dean? Dean Obviously, you have him I, out. I've got to have picked. him out since I got Bob in. I'm going to say this is my sleeper here. I'm going to go this week with Dean to win three straight and sneak in. At six and seven? I don't know if that does it. I think he's going to do it. Like I said, he's sitting, I think, at the sixth spot with points. Um, he's got Mahomes, which is well. Yeah, we'll just have to see how the tiebreakers all shake out because they're always weird. And then we got Ross, who we're going to have to say. I just can't even. I can't say he can make it after last no, week. I mean, I was so high on he doesn't, Ross he, and turning his season. He, he around. showed me he didn't want to make it. So be careful if this guy's selling your house. He doesn't know how to set a lineup. So what else? What else we got this week? Anything we want to hit real quick? Uh, no, I just said my. I've got a top three in mind. I didn't know we were going to do a little full ranking. I had a top three of, uh, you know, if I were to update a power ranking, so it doesn't have anything to do with schedule. This is just me looking at what your team's looking like now, including yeah, including injuries and stuff. I've got Mike, Chris, Nick is probably the three best teams as constructed. Is that in the order too? One, two, three, or three, two, one? Uh, one, two, three. Say that again. Mike, Chris, and Nick. Wow, ammo got moved up. So did Nick. Yeah. Wow. I, I I called it last week. I told you Nick was the sleeping horse, and I told you too. Didn't you know, I? he's a Mustang. He's gonna ride. Ride till he he's dies. Ride till so what's before we go here? We uh, there's rumors out that we're bringing a guest on one of the owners next week. Is that true? Uh, there have been some owners who want that they feel like they need to voice their opinions. And, you know, this is an open platform, so, you know, I'll let them. Okay, I'm excited to have more guests on here. Yeah, it should be a good time. Um, Till next time, boys, this is The Real Get At Me. And this is Joey Fantasy. And you guys just keep on uh, doing your homework, listening to podcasts, and we'll see you guys back here next week. Sounds good. All right, see you guys. Peace.